Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. Wearing wearing a new pair of jorts. Oh yeah, I noticed. Yeah, I cut them yourself. I did. That buying cut off jean shorts to me is the weirdest thing ever. Unless uh, Levi's eventually, because they sell them, they'll put them on sale at some point online, and they're like fucking ten bucks. See, I've never seen them on sale, and they always seem overpriced. Me, I'm like, what forty dollars for cut off jeans? I've... Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, it seems dumb. It's like if you have the old pair of jeans, yeah, boom, they become. I only had one pair of jorts, and they were black, so I wanted a blue pair of jorts. So I just got a pair of jeans I didn't wear a lot, and I cut them off today. What kind of jeans are they? They're the Gap 1969 ones. Oh, right. They weren't super expensive. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, remember when you, like, it's not even that long ago, you were like, can't do shorts, fuck shorts. It's been, dude, I'm into so it. sick of how hot it is. I can't take it. It's been weeks, and it's not even going away yet. Dude, shorts are fucking cool. And they don't look cool on me. It depends on the... Obviously, it depends. Not cargo shorts. No. Those plaid cargo that, like... But it depends on your legs. Shorts. It's not like I have a good set of legs. That's why. It's not... I'm not against shorts. I'm against bad-looking legs. You in shorts. Yeah. Some people look cool. Um, that's true. Yeah. I think it's a good look. But, you know, I... Totally. I just do it because it's too fucking hot. I can't walk the dogs in jeans. I'd die. It's good for fading, though. Yeah, that's true. But it's bad for smell. Um, I guess so, yeah. That's like 100. Yeah. Speaking of smells. <laughs> he doesn't mention it. You know who doesn't smell at all? Sandy Danto. He smells wonderful, in fact. Yeah. Smells like cupcakes and friendship. Sandy Danto is, uh, if you don't know him, uh, listen to this episode. So you can know him because he's a sweet guy. Oh. Very funny. Very what talented. a tickle bear. Multi-talented. Yeah. He's funny stand-up. He does great characters and impressions. Yep. Uh, he gets into a little of them in the episode. We spend a lot of it talking about, uh, like, food. Yeah. How we can't resist, like, certain desserts and shit. Yeah. Yum. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then he tells the, great, the greatest story about how he became engaged how it's beautiful it's very it's romantic really cool story yeah it's almost like a movie but you have we're not going to tell you about it you gotta listen to it yeah um and then he does some of his like his voices for us when we talk about how he like figures those out yep uh, all in all super fun episode great dude uh super good guy you check him out on twitter at sandy danto s-a-n-d-y d-a-n-t-o website by the same name instagram i believe by the same name yep um, and he's funny on Twitter, so follow him on there, and then you can see where, he can, where he's performing and stuff. He tours a little with Polly, uh, some on his own, and he's always performing like around LA. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll keep it short and sweet. Um, do you have anywhere or anything you're doing? Uh, I I think I'm on some podcast, but I can't remember. But I'll be at the store, and then uh, uh, please continue watching me on Masters of Sex. Yeah, do it. Uh, Showtime. If you don't have it, go to someone who does. Watch it there. Buy the pizza. By now, it's getting real sexy with me. So, yeah. enjoy Full it. Full frontal with Kevin Christie on Masters of Sex. Woof. Full masked. Come see me fully clothed at the <laughs> DC Improv. That's not the best. That's not the best sale. <laughs> I think you should op- leave the door open for not yeah, fully clothed. Come see me possibly slowly disrobing yeah. yeah. at the DC Improv. Uh, September 25th, 6th, 7th. Um, and 
I think that's it right now. Yeah. So enjoy this episode with Sandy. We enjoyed doing it. He's a great dude. Uh, and thank you for your continued support with this awesome podcast. <laughs> I got dropped off at the store the other night and Paulie was standing out front and he didn't even say hello. He's like, dude, I'm starting a petition to bring Tommy back. <laughs> but he he had a look on his face like he'd been going around saying that to everybody that he saw like to get right. the rise out of people. Oh, uh, just for the joke. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, Polly. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well. I've moved on. Well, I okay. need to pay my my debt to short society. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is there make any up for what I did? Is there any word on Tommy's whereabouts? Well, I'm, I'm moving to Hawaii. I moved to sell bologna sandwiches and T-shirts with Dean. Yeah, is it, is, does he go? Does he go the way of Dean or him and Dean living in the same place? Wouldn't that be great? Oh, I'd be. That's what. That's what they deserve. Yeah. Ugh. But you know, it would be a dream for what I mean to do what Tom, what Dean's doing. What does Dean do? Run a restaurant or something? No, he runs like a marijuana farm up north. Would that be a dream, though? <laughs> for Tommy? I, you know. Tommy oh, be the... F- him. I thought yeah. for you. you, you no, 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 no. Oh, I'd be miserable. Tommy be the first person to figure out how to OD on pot. <laughs> he just eats so much of it, he'd die of a heart attack. Well, I kind of already did. Like, look what life is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I only take my hits one at a time, okay? <laughs> yeah. I don't think he would do that, like run a pot farm, because that's not like, creative. Right, it's not right. in entertainment. Right. <laughs> He'd need to be like, like maybe selling pot to the stars. He's perfect for flappers. <laughs> oh yeah, the talent coordinator for fla- wow, wow. Burbank's the epicenter of entertainment. Okay, the Tonight Show's here. No, it's not. The Tonight Show's here, Tommy. Well, it was here. And it's coming back. <laughs> Fallon knows what's good for him. Yeah, he would definitely tell you that the Tonight Show shoots in Burbank. Yeah. <laughs> you get tired of doing your impressions. Uh, certain ones at certain times. I'm trying to just find relevant celebrities. To <laughs> <laughs> well, the and, best is that you I'm, do people we all know. Yeah, I only really do. <laughs> I've only fun. always just been the best at inside jokes. <laughs> and I'm really starting to feel tortured by that. <laughs> like that I'll only be really good at inside jokes and doing impressions of friends and family. And that's yeah. it. <laughs> I'm really trying to break that mold, and it's uh, but then those make, proving to be a lot harder than I thought. <laughs> those make for like good characters, wouldn't right? Yeah, uh, yeah. If I, uh, yeah, I, they do. I haven't quite figured out. Like a lot of them are just. I'm the best at being the worst. Do you, do you know what I mean? <laughs> what do you like mean? all my characters, all the impressions that I do are of people that are like the dregs of society, or so annoying that you don't you're like yeah that's funny just keep it away <laughs> like i have enough of them in real life please stop it yeah 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 exactly and so i just gotta it's very hard to find the the line of like where it's still funny but not obnoxious and unbearable you know what yeah. i mean who's the most obnoxious one you do um because I don't find any of them obnoxious. I think they're all funny, and I love hearing. Who do you do? Well, let's hear the list, or um, give me the list. 
uh, Kathy Lewis. Okay. Polly. Polly. Tommy. Tommy. Skeezy. Skeezy. Uh, Ryan O'Neill gave me a suggestion for a new character last night. Ran a skeezy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got these. Uh, I shouldn't do it. Skeezy's gonna kill me. Like I've been threatened. I've had my life threatened over some of these impressions. Well, really? only yeah. Skeezy, right? There's no way well, he yeah. listens to this podcast. <laughs> I don't you know. know I wouldn't think so. Any. But then I mentioned it on some podcast like a year ago, and I was. I, he's the only person I've ever had to block online in the history of my internet usage. I don't even know who he yeah. is. <laughs> really? Like this open micer guy that would like hang out. Oh, okay. He just kind of like is he a white dude? Yeah. I think I know who he is now. Yeah. He has a neck tattoo. And that doesn't help with the comedy store. Yeah. Open micer with a neck, ta- neck tattoo? Yeah. <laughs> you just described Los Angeles open mics. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, who, who else do I do? I do Caparulo. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the roast battle tonight. Have you been to that yet? Oh, cool. Mm-mm. No. You haven't even seen it? Never? No. I saw. Oh, I saw. I've seen a video. I've seen video clips. Okay. I watched Pete C versus Tiana. Okay. I saw a clip of that. It's the kind of thing I think would make me like nervous. It's so. It seems amazing though. It's too packed. It's hard to. Yeah. I watched it in a couple months just because it's too full in there, and it it starts later and later. Yeah. Midnight, and then like two weeks ago, I'm like, I'm gonna make an effort and go up there. I went up there at twelve forty. Nowhere near ready to start. What? Like, the club's going to be closed by the, time <laughs> yeah. the show starts. They can't serve alcohol in 10 minutes. Yeah. And the whole battle only lasts 20 fucking minutes. Yeah. Who's battling? It goes by really quick. Who's battling tonight? I'm, I'm the undercard against Tebow, but we're both doing mashup characters. Okay. <laughs> so the first round, I think we're doing... Uh, I'm going to be... He's Boone Dakalaka, which is Doc and Boone. <laughs> Does he do a Doc Willis? I think yeah. kind of anyone can. And I'm doing um, Cap Williams, Caparulo yeah. and Cat Williams. Right, yeah. And then the second round. Ah, can we have a taste of that one? Cap, Cap Williams. <laughs> uh, I, need to, I need to do the, the gestation. Put the mic Gest- near your mouth. <laughs> gesturing. <laughs> Motherfucker. Don't sell me anything for a dollar unless it's fucking candy. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great Caparillo. Yeah. Thank you. It really uh, is good. I need him to get more famous <laughs> and find out that I do that and hate me for it. And, well, find out who I am and then hate me for it. Do uh, you not know Cap at all? Uh, he probably would be like, uh, uh, that's... One of the fucking old door guys, <laughs> something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I've never really the old door guys. Right. Yeah. When you showed up, though, that's when he started to be gone all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when he was really like on the road a ton. Yeah, yeah. and just hating the comedy store. Yeah, that was his hatred. Period. Right. <laughs> People don't go through that usually, right? Yeah, <laughs> the comedy store, <laughs> the land of love. <laughs> um. Oh, the second round. He's Josh Adam Egit, and I'm Josh Adam Meyerowitz. <laughs> uh, and then the third round is he's going to be Stuart Hunter S. Thompson. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be Chris Farlia. <laughs> Chris Farlia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a perfect example of how the comedy store 
ruins its own success by becoming too insidery. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this and is I've just gotten sucked into a vortex of that. Yeah. I'm trying to crawl my way out. <laughs> and I'm not really helping my cause by doing I this mean, show. you're a comedy store born and raised. You're a, you're like a you're like a little baby that was born in the under like in the basement of the comedy store. Yeah. Is that where you started? Like your first show ever? My yeah. first show ever, my first open mic was the Tuesday night at Westwood Bruco. Oh, Oof. no way. And I did that for a few weeks. And then went to like the store and the improv and Groundworks Coffee Shop. Wow. That was and my then, home before the comedy store was the Bruco. Really? Yeah. You didn't start you know, at the... I always felt like that was like one of my yeah, yeah, for places sure. for Because sure. I wasn't able to go to the store anyway. Oh. Between 18 and 20. But I'm surprised we didn't. Too. They would always but it was downstairs. Uh, no, no, no. It was upstairs. Yeah, it was upstairs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was upstairs in that little room. Right. But the, it, the difference there was like... No, I mean, the bar was downstairs. But no, there the, was a bar upstairs. Two bars upstairs. I never remember anyone being there. It was always like, I saw the bar, but I never I never saw anyone sh- like actually working the bar. It was always just like a person... What do you mean? The one in the little room? The little room. Well, be, I mean, some nights it would, some nights it wouldn't. But yeah. point being, the whole place was a bar. Yeah, it was a bar. But they would let me in... Because they were like, all right, it's this open mic, but like, don't try and buy any alcohol. Because they're going to card you anyway. Yeah. Like, either one. Um, But yeah, that was like my home before the store. Yeah. I felt like that, too. I'm surprised you and I didn't meet there, because I used to do that pretty often. With the Westwood Bruco? Yeah, on Tuesdays. I did it every single Tuesday from age 18 to 22 without fail. Okay, 22. Oh, I would... Well, I've won Scoomy Awards, <laughs> like seven of them. I mean, wow. I yeah, I went there like every Tuesday when I first started. I was one of the Axis of Evil. <laughs> it was me, David, and Ari. Oh, that's really Back funny. In, that was one of the awards. I Axis remember that. We won that. I won Best Newcomer. I won. What are the other? It was the dumbest thing. It was the, the Southern California Organization of Open Micers. That's what Scoomy stood for. <laughs> and they did the fucking award show every year. I think I, I only went to one Scoomies. Like, people dressed the fuck up for yeah. it. Yeah. Like they'd show up in suits and dresses. Wow. And I never, like, like, I heard about it. I was never... I remember reading I remember reading the nominations. Like, I found that really interesting. Oh, yeah. They'd, they'd send out nominations. You'd fill out, yeah. print out ballots. Like, mm-hmm. it was taken very seriously. Wow. And people were like campaigning to win i remember like best joke was one of the categories yeah and in the weeks leading up to the scoomies people would just like when, when they take out ads in variety or whatever they'd go uh th- i'm i'm nominating this or or for your consideration for sorry, your consideration for best uh best joke of the year and then they would do the fucking joke in the open mic they would campaign for shit wow <laughs> it was the best dude it was the best but everyone went through that open mic yeah yeah, I mean, when they I had like a big thing. Well, when, it was like the fairest the one. one. <clears throat> Not really. Everyone hated it because it was. Like, no, I don't mean audience-wise. I mean just like ability to get up. It was just a drawing, and they didn't like. And then if you didn't get your name, you could just wait. Like it wasn't like, it wasn't like it was unfair because they would do. The drawing was fair, but yeah, then everyone who drew got five minutes. Yeah, and then and then the rest of the people would be like put in between the the people. That I thought drew. they had to go at the end. You get three minutes at the end. No, the rest would go in between. Oh. And then after, like, it was, you couldn't put too many people in between the, the numbered ones. Then everybody else would go at the end. But it was always, like, if you were there a while or, yeah. were, like, you know. Fans would put you in the middle. Yeah, you would be one of the people that would be in between number one and number two. Right. You know, like, you'd, 
get a good Vance spot. was always nice to me because he also went to Art Center. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I felt just as much intimidation from the people there mm-hmm. as I did when I first got to the store. Yeah. yeah. It was a very, it was, I mean, I remember it being and very they like, like. Pretty mean to me. They were like a. I remember like they were like a club, not like a comedy club, but like a club of people. Yeah. That met every Tuesday and told jokes to each other. Very clicky. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very much so. But like not even in like a malicious way. It was just like, look, we've been performing together for years. Yeah. And it's like there's no real home for like that alternative comedy type thing. Right. So it's like this is where we all kind of work. All those people yeah. really wanted to get into the improv, whereas like then there was like Ari and David and you. And like I, me, and we all wanted to get into the comedy store. Right. We wanted to get into the improv too, but all those people were like, they were really focused on the improv. Well, they were doing their, they would do their own shows that had like cool, like the Gypsy Cafe every Friday. Yeah, that had like a cool status thing to it. I remember when M Bar first started, and it, too. and and the Tuesday was empty. Yeah, it, it took away a little from it. But yeah, I remember David and I got booked on the Gypsy Cafe on Friday. Like the, for the it was like our first booked show that we ever get, and we were like, because Chris Hardwick ran it mm-hmm. and Peter Sprite, and we thought those guys were so great, and they like asked they asked me to do it, and I was like, I'm I've, I'm beginning to make it now. This is the <laughs> beginning of the rise, you know, or whatever. And then Lulu's Beehive, were you around for that? That was my no. first book show, was that Lulu's was Beehive. Every Friday at midnight, Andrew Salmson ran this show. And it was like everybody would do it. It was like yeah. Patton, Janine, Garofalo, Zach oh, wow. was there all the time, like way before The Hangover. And all those like high-level alt, alt comics, Sklar Brothers, all those dudes. And it was like full every single Friday. Yeah, it was full. It's in the Valley? Yeah. Yeah, it's gone now. It's like another coffee shop. It now. was around for a little bit. When I after I started, but yeah. mo- the Gypsy Room and uh, yeah. that predates me, I think. Yeah, yeah. Gypsy, I don't think it was a re- the actual place is still there in Westwood. They might ha- they might have changed the name now, but it's still like a fucking Middle Eastern hookah bar type whatever place. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like still right there. next to Diddy by Reese. Diddy Reese. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Went to Diddy Reese recently. God, it's so good. That place is good. Oh my god. You know you got to try it in Chicago. There's a place called. Shit, I'm blanking on the name. But it's ice cream sandwiches in like the Wicker Park area. That's where I'm going to be staying when I go there next week. Oh, shit. Well, okay, I'll, I'll remember the name at that point. I'll tell you. You just got so excited. Oh, God. I'm trying. I don't know how to. Just give in. I'm I don't know how right to now. do anything good for myself. <laughs> how? How do you? Here's how? the deal. With a place like Chicago. How old are you? There? Just for a few days, but I'm in uh, Michigan for like four days before that so and that's where i'm from and there's gonna be no healthy eating going on there what, in michigan yeah but in chicago it's like how often are you there and then you can't No, you have to you have to go balls out in chicago oh, but the yeah. problem is i use that excuse for for everyday life you know what i right, mean right, right. like even if i'm in westwood and i pass by diddy reese i'm like how often are you over here <laughs> just get an ice cream sandwich and a few extra cookies you're like when's the next time i'm gonna be in my kitchen right <laughs> <laughs> exactly well i'm at trader joe's now i might as well stock up on peanut yeah. butter dude i've been do- i've been doing that a lot lately too where i've been i don't know why i've just i've found myself in my own head being like you deserve this for no reason yeah not based on anything or the idea that like you you remind yourself that you're like wait a minute I'm an adult 
I can eat whatever I want. Yeah, whatever yeah. I want. I did that yesterday. I accidentally had cake for two out of the three meals. <laughs> Just cake. Just cake. What kind of cake? Well, uh, I... The first one was like a high-end slice of cake from some bakery. I really thought you just city. finished off a cake. No, 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 no. No, that would have been That's better. Why I say accidentally. It was like Carlos Herrera brought it over. Okay. And it was in my fridge. I was like, well, it's going to go bad if I don't eat it. <laughs> yeah. I like cold cake. Yeah. It's, it's better. I like when the frosting gets yeah, cold. It's cold. And it's, it's better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could, I, whenever I start to talk about food like this, I, I, I get like... A twinge of Barry White in my voice. <laughs> and that's how I know things are going to go downhill for the rest sexual. of my day. <laughs> Girl, I'm and never going to give you up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> or maybe maybe it's not Barry White. Maybe it's just Don Barris. I don't know. Oh, so yeah, similar. Say, Let me ask you a question. Do you guys like to Let fuck? Let me ask you this. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Shut the f- <laughs> Hey, sauce pot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a hundred or like yeah, yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no in between. <laughs> but that's, those are the voices going on in my head, the, either a hundred or two, when I'm, when I'm like, should I eat this cake? Don't fucking do it! And then it's like, yeah, you want to get in there. <laughs> You're going to be glad you did. And then I was at the store, and I hadn't eaten, and I was waiting to go up, and there was just this cake there. And I was starting to get a headache, and I was like, I "The store people always bring food. The stores like, I wonder if that happens at their place where like, hey, everyone here's poor and hungry, and I have leftover food, so they just bring it to the fucking store." Well, this was for Willie Hunter's birthday. Oh, uh, okay. And was the br- cake good? Yeah, it was good. Well, okay, what kind of cake was it? It was like a strawberry. Uh, it was like a white cake with yeah. like strawberry frosting. And like uh, there are actual pieces of strawberry in the layer. No, no, no. I like that one. Like, yeah, that's yeah, great. That's from Sweet Lady Jane, and it's. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the place. To <laughs> I'm go. usually not into that because places don't do it very well, but they do it. For those of you listening, best. Sandy took his shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> Sandy's slowly <laughs> masturbating. Right now. I'm out of uh, breath. <laughs> All right, wait, hold on. Are you cake over pie? Yeah, but just slightly. And I know you're pie over cake. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's really... It, I, like it's he, I like that he knew it. And I know I'm... I'll this say is, this. <laughs> it's not a if, secret. If pie also had frosting, I don't think I'd be alive. <laughs> well, lemon meringue, you could argue, is like the closest. Yeah, but pie, pie kind of has some Yeah, frosting. yeah, kind of. But I'm talking about like... I'm not talking about like... That like whipped frosting. Do you or, like, remember? A meringue. Do you remember at Starbucks they have those cranberry bliss bars? You ever fuck with those? I yeah. remember those. I don't think I like those. Like a thick, cause the fr- it's like a thick frosting on top. Yeah. Uh, oh, I like that a lot. Yeah, I like anything. Thick, <laughs> pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> if pie had frosting, I'd be dead. So cupcakes <laughs> or donuts? Donuts. Okay. Yeah, donuts. I agree. For some reason eat more cupcakes because they're more accessible and around. Yeah. Like, I feel like people are like, oh, donuts, I can't get started with that. But people are like, oh, yeah, I'll bring cupcakes. And then they're just around. I kind of hate cupcakes, but I'll still eat, you know. You like, hate them? I like them. Nah, in, like, in theory, I hate them. Do donuts, you think donuts have a stigma? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do too. As being like terrible for you? Yeah, yes. being bad for you. Yeah. But they're kind of not, right? Or they're no worse. No, they're, they're, I mean, they might not be worse than a cup. Depends on the cup. I mean, they're deep fried. Yeah. Most Except of the if t- you go to Phonuts, they're not fried. They're baked. Yeah, yeah. I've been those fucking really with those good. a little bit. <laughs> those are very good. <laughs> Have you been to Phonuts? I've had one. I haven't been, but oh, someone's brought them. They also them sell them at that coffee shop across from 
the audition place, 200 South. Yeah, graffiti. Oh, graffiti yeah. yeah, they sell they them there. They also have them at... Uh, you know where like La Poubelle and UCB that little row oh the, the very bourgeois la- the pigs oh the Oaks the, Gourmet the, yeah yeah that place oh, that place that is great they sell them there too I didn't need to know that yeah I mean I didn't need to know that either <laughs> I was at Bobby's one day and I was like oh I need to get coffee and they're like oh yeah go to go to the Oaks they have like uh, they have coffee and then those they have really real good, good coffee donuts. there like, which good donuts and I'm like oh it's over now but that other donut place is right the other direction by the 101 what that place Kettle Glaze oh yeah it's a little overrated it is I haven't I been so. there but I've had the one in West Hollywood the new like fancy donut place glazed oh is that you good that? yeah it's really good oh shit but it's like so over the top it's well, like the how so like they give you first of all they have dipping sauces which I'm a huge fan of. Oh for yeah, donuts? for, for donuts. anything, like, for like, anything. Yeah, for anything, but for donuts, which is you know sort of state of the art. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, well, what kind of dipping sauces? Like a chocolate one, a uh, dulce de leche one, or mm. tres leches, uh-huh. a caramel one. Yeah, I mean Whoa. these are just the ones that I've had. <laughs> wow, and then you don't end up using all the sauce. For the donuts, like, and you're like, what am I just going to do? Throw out this no, perfectly good it. sauce? <laughs> yeah. You fucking just do a shot. Or you do adventure fingers with it until it's <laughs> adventure gone. Adventure fingers. <laughs> where, where, adventure fingers where your fingers just kind of happen to end up in something If you don't make a t-shirt. Go, if you don't make a t-shirt that says adventure fingers, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> yeah, that's your merch, dude. That You right. just found your merch. Adven- it's also a good band name. It's yeah. a lot. Itchy. Yeah. Adventure Fingers. You could name your album that? Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's... You right. found a winner right there. All right. Good job. So I'm, I'm already uh, making progress here. I mean... I, getting outside of the inside. I love nothing as much as at the Staples Center. They have the cinnamon Wetzel's pretzel with oh. the caramel dipping sauce. Yeah. I get so two good. of them, and I'm sick. Like, just in my seat, sick, <laughs> watching whatever fucking sporting event. I've, oh. it, like, I feel legitimately sick to my stomach. Have you ever taken the dipping sauces from yes. a place home <laughs> just to use with other foods? No. Oh, man. I don't know if I've done that. I usually, actually, I avoid a lot of dipping sauces because they, they're too artificial. Yeah. Like, they don't taste, when it, when it, when it says, like, Barbecue or cheese or whatever. I know it's not going to taste right. Oh, but right. dude, Proper. cheese but sauce? Dessert fuck yes. Sauces, Des- like chocolate and those things. Right. Those are usually kind of, they'll, they'll taste like what they say. Yeah. See, like, I love that fucking movie theater. When you get nachos at the movies and it's just that cheese sauce with yeah. chips, bring it. All, I fucking love those, dude. Because that's what they had at, uh, at, at CV at, at high mean, school. Yeah, they did. You and can in buy junior drums high. of that. Yeah, just nacho cheese. They sell drums of that and and drums of artificially flavored pudding. Ugh. At this uh, at like Smart and Final. Yeah, I fuck that. You know that those jars of Tostitos cheese. Uh-huh. Yeah, you just heat up in the microwave and they oh, never. Yeah. It, that's the, the that's like the one of the best tastes of all. Time. I'm a real big fan of. Of what'd you say? I was just gonna say it's a good combo because the chips are also so salty. Yeah. Yeah. It's I like the the queso blanco, or blanca. It's like the white cheese dip that, oh, okay. that Tostitos makes. I've never had that. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I when as a kid, I always thought it looked so gross. But like, remember when your parents put salsa on top of cream cheese? 
No. My okay, this that. is some maybe some that, white like completely awesome. fucking white people shit. They take yeah. that brick of cream cheese, you know, the Philadelphia the brick, uh-huh. and then you just dump a jar of salsa on top of it, and then you take tortilla chips and just dip them through both. I've never, I've never heard of that. Either. That is like maybe I don't may I've that's been at like every like suburban like birthday party of my life. I never a casserole or something. Yeah, it, yeah. Like a white person. I never yeah. want to be at a party without that again. <laughs> it may, it's the thing that made me realize you could put cream cheese on other things besides bagels. Like for a while, I was just get get a bag of Doritos. And just like eat cream cheese with it. You got to think outside the brick. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Dur- like spicy Doritos with cream cheese. One of the best things I've ever had. So good. Cream cheese is one of the few dairy products that still fucks me up. I mean, but, I, but it's hard to resist. I, one what time, are you gonna have your dairy product you go- fucks me up? <laughs> yeah. And you know I what? It used to. It. it used to. And I kind of just fought through it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I persevered. I ate cheese every day. I dealt with the tummy aches and. Yeah. And now I can handle. I used to not be able to handle ice cream at all. Uh, I, I, <laughs> everyone always tells me they go just take lactate or something. I go, Lactate's a placebo; it doesn't work. You don't think so? Not I, at a lot all. of people tell me it works for them. I think you have to take a ton of them, though. Then you take the, the one pill like fifteen minutes before oh. you eat, like a Sunday or whatever the hell, and then it's supposed to be fine. But I always tell myself if I start down that path, I'll be eating way more ice cream. So instead. I'll just let myself know that if I right. eat that, it's going to be fucking well, dire. Dairy city. Queen, when I, you know, like it's not around here. So if I see one, it's like, how, well, how <laughs> when the next I'm, time? Dairy Queen. It's like, <laughs> yeah. 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 So whenever I get that, that messes my stomach up. But I, but I mean, how much of it is that it's the dairy or that it's like some artificial ingredient that's in it? Right. Yeah. And so, but, but what I, have been seeing gastroenterologists my whole life because uh-huh. I'm Jewish and the stress manifests in my uh, digestive system. Right. <laughs> and I was told that I'm very badly lactose intolerant, but I would always eat milk chocolate because that's like my jam. And I was like, well, if I can eat milk chocolate and this doesn't upset my stomach, I should be able to eat cheese. And I started eating cheese on my burgers and pizza again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this isn't upsetting myself. I should expand it and see how far I can go. And yeah. it's like, oh, well, Dairy Queen and ice cream in general, no go. Yeah. But then, I, you know, I just kept fighting. And really the only two things that hurt my stomach are cream cheese and Dairy Queen. Or if I eat an excessive amount of cheese. I think you can beat this. Like how many pieces of too. pizza can you eat before it's like, all right, I'm going to be in trouble? Two or three. Oh, okay. It depends what the size of pizza we're talking about. Like a large pizza, supreme, large supreme pizza. Like yeah, like two or three. I guess okay. if it's like the small slices, I'll just kind of lose track and <laughs> feel bad that I ate. Yeah, I'm good with two, but usually I'll eat four. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, dude, I'm here. There's a pizza. <laughs> right. How often am I doing this? Well, you everyone's brain pizza. does the same exact thing. This like. Oh, uh, this notion of like I'm in a special place that's rare when it's like the most available what food if, ever. What right. If there's no more pizza tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Well, so also I'm usually <laughs> in a situation where the pizza's free. 
Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Because there's no more. I mean, whenever you're in a situation with free food, it's usually pizza. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, nobody else is eating it, and I don't want it to <laughs> go to waste. No, 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 no. It's not that you don't want it to go to waste. You want to eat it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, no. The, the, but I like it. Your brain. All our brains do the same thing. We're like, well, I'm in Marrakesh. This is so rare. It's like, no, we're not. You're just near food. I just wish I could eat. Every time I buy a pint of ice cream, it never f- makes it to the next day. I just can't not finish it all, almost all at once. What kind of ice cream do you like? I like Ben and Jerry's. Lately, I really like, they have a strawberry cheesecake that's good. <laughs> ben and Jerry's gets me in trouble because when I buy it, I'll just pick out all the good stuff and leave the ice cream in there. Yeah. My girlfriend isn't a fan of that. I wish fish food didn't have the chunks of chocolate because they kind of hurt your teeth. Have you tried the salted caramel core one? Oh, so good. Yeah, but it, the other at day. the market, the only core one they have is like got jam in it, which I don't want. Fuck that. Yeah, they couldn't find any good. I thought they were going to have lots of core ones. There's really not that many. I can't, what's the caramel core one called? Isn't it Caramel remember. Sutra or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that it? Yeah, because I had it once at Gelson's, and now they haven't had it since. It's great because the... The core literally goes all the way to the bottom. Yeah, it's like a going. I'm like, it's like a drumstick. Wow, but it keeps going, dude. Yeah. When I bought it, I just ate the caramel out of the core immediately, and then I just had ice cream like the next day. Yeah, vanilla ice cream. (laughs) But yeah, it's strawberry cheesecake. I've been fucking. There's this company called McConnell's Mm -hmm. at uh, that Leslie Grossman's husband actually works for. Okay. He does. He does research and development. Really, he has research his research and develops some free ice cream. Li- for us. Literally, he like <laughs> he has his own flavor. It's called JB's Coffee Flavor or Fuck Coffee Chip yeah. or something. But they have a flavor that's called like lemon something berry, and it's like a lemony ice cream a with a blue. It's like a a different. It's a berry that I'd never heard of, like Meyer berry or something. Uh, what what are those? There's like a new one that everyone keeps using. Some new berry. Yeah, it's one of those. And it's so it's one of the best ice cream I've ever had because it's like a little tart but still creamy. And then there's the berry flavor. It's a home run. I crushed a pint. Just I did it all at once while watching like a Harry Potter. So good. I want that. <laughs> it's Gelson's. You know what a good place to get like uh, ice cream frozen yogurt fixes and actually main like maintain some sort of control are those like <laughs> froyo places because it's all self serve and then they have like non-dairy ones and like you know vegan ones whatever and they're pretty good and then you have all the toppings that you can do yourself so sometimes i'll leave there with like it's mostly fruit and then i won't feel like it's weird froyo makes me like my like it feels like i had more like lactose than 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 even ice cream for some reason which i know probably isn't true yeah but it's like it feels more mucusy to me after i eat it i don't know but I used to go to that Pinkberry all the time, and then I stopped. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't been to Pinkberry. Now when I go, I honestly just get fruit. You can just get a bowl of fruit. I just yeah, go yeah. get fruit. Pinkberry? Yeah. It's actually cheaper Even than a bowl of fruit at the market. Really? Yeah. You know, it's like small... They, char- they charge by the weight anyway, oh, so you right. can skip the frozen yogurt and get a bowl of fruit. Yeah. Interesting. I, in theory, would do that, but in reality, <laughs> I would be too tempted by all the chocolate and yeah. caramel and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. It'd be like fruit, but then like a bunch of chocolate chips in there too. Is this your life battle? Food? Uh, I've got a lot of them, dude. <laughs> What's the next I rec- one? I recently found out how irresponsible I am. Um, well, all right. Uh, not being as inside jokey and, and being as funny in the inside jokes 
off stage as er, taking that on stage. Okay. Um, being less irresponsible. In and what way? Food is probably the biggest one. Yeah. What, and how are you irresponsible? I just uh, like I'll tell my girlfriend uh, that I'm gonna pay a bill. So she, in her mind, she's like, "Oh, it's taken care of." And then, and then you won't pay the bill. I'll be like, I'll be online starting to pay it and then get distracted by something and yeah. forget that it ever existed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I don't have a car right now. <laughs> what happened to it? Well, I was borrowing, I've been borrowing a car. Well, all right. I went to New York for a while. I let somebody borrow my car here and they didn't put any coolant in it. And when I got back like two weeks later, the head gasket blew out. So that's not really you being irresponsible. Well, I should have known better than to loan my car to somebody who is else who is irresponsible. Skeevy. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then so I did, and they got a bunch of parking tickets on it. That Jesus, who the fuck borrowed your car? <laughs> I'm not gonna say. <laughs> a friend of ours. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm still bugging him to pay it. And uh, and you know he's never gonna. Anyone who gets multiple... How many days were you gone? I was gone for three months. Oh, so, oh okay. But even then... Yeah. 90 days. How many parking tickets? One a month is a lot. Um, three. Just one a month is a fucking lot. Especially yeah. when you're borrowing a car. You've got to be extra careful. Yeah. And they've, and they've garnished my, my tax returns and stuff like that. Jesus, dude. Nightmare. See, but the, like... Yeah, I could, I could be, I could say, yeah, it's not my fault, but you know, it is. If I'm, if I'm trying to be more responsible about it, you got to take responsibility for these. Right, things. right, yeah, yeah, I hear that. And then I've been borrowing cars for the last two years, mm-hmm. and then one that I was borrowing, which was really more of a liability than a favor, right? Like blew up in the middle of traffic the other day. What? Like there was an explosion under the hood. It wasn't like. As dangerous as I initially made it sound. So it was like a huge car fire. Right. It was just <laughs> like break a window with a your huge elbow steamy explosion. One of like one of the pumps burst and whoa. Yeah, and uh, you know I don't have my own insurance because you know I'm not responsible. Right. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, now I'm trying to convince this girl I went to college with that's moving to Chicago to sell me her car, but let me pay her. In chunks, like over the course of the next year. Yeah. She's got to consult with her husband about it. So that does not look too good. <laughs> well, she's going to be living in Chicago, so she won't even need a car. Right. Right. What yeah. kind of car is it? It's a 2002 Ford Focus that wasn't driven for like two years. Okay. So it's way under mileage. But right. still a 2002 Ford Focus. <laughs> That's not bad. Ford Focuses are, are good cars. They're really the, they're the, the, the car that kind of saved Ford. I still see them around, like yeah. that model. So yeah. you know, yeah, that was like the first cool American car that was like going to rival the Honda Civic or whatever. They were People cheap. Were like, college kids this, this could get them. Bad. Yeah. yeah, and they like ran kind of well. It was like the very beginning of Ford starting to become a good car. Right. Company. The new new ones are really nice. My brother has one. There's a bunch of good new Fords. It's kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. I want that Explorer. I Explorer's like it. Explorer's cool. The Escape is cool. The Focus is cool. Yeah. My girlfriend drives while well, I drive her <laughs> Escape, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Is that the big boxy one? No. I don't know what an Escape is. That's looks a Flex, like. I think. Uh, the Flex. Yeah. Escape is like a mini Explorer. Okay. Okay. 
I want that explorer that looks like, that the cops have. They have like a there's like a cop edition you can get. Isn't that the flex? I think it's flex. It's a, it's like a flex edition of the explorer. How is that possible? Those are two different. Cars. No, because it has flex fuel. It okay. says like flex. I just want on an it. escape, not the car. I just want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just want to get out of this life. Well, I didn't realize how irresponsible I was until like there's another person in my life, and then I'm like, oh fuck. It's man, true. It makes a huge difference. Because yeah, yeah, she's not a comedian or anything like that. Right, so right. Among your peer group, we're everyone's kind of like right the same level. Okay, of, if I'm comparing myself to other people, I'm like on the upper echelon of responsible. Right? Yeah. And anytime you fuck up, your friends go like, "Sounds good to me, man." I'll yeah, yeah. Oh, don't like, sweat it, dude. You should say that on stage. <laughs> like literally, that's the problem. Right, right. Yeah. Every every dude, like bit now. Yeah, every horrible thing. Until this moment, it's like, oh, that's great material. And now it's, well, I should probably not get into this toxic pattern of behavior. Yeah. yeah. How old are you now? 30. Okay. It's a good time to start figuring I'm 30, it out. 30. I got engaged this year, so I feel like extra pressure to sort of... Uh, good job. Good job. Good job. Maybe I did it to myself so I would sort I of you like... T- you called an engagement something you did to yourself. <laughs> Well, you know what I mean. No, I know. <laughs> the wording was funny. Like, uh, <laughs> it's something, you know, I'm doing it all for the right reasons, so I can prove to myself that I, I, I'm an adult. Yeah. No, I love her, and she's the... She's the I couldn't fucking <coughs> imagine anyone being as good to me. I remember, I like... I don't know why she is. I, I don't get it. I remember, like, a couple... Maybe it was a couple years ago, you were asking me about, like... Yeah. You were like, dude, I think I want... like. You basically were like, I like this girl so much, I'm just worried I'm young. But you're like, I just can't imagine not, I can't imagine meeting anyone else. She's so great. But it's like long, you were basically like worried about rushing in was your only concern. Yeah, yeah. You know? I just decided, is it going to happen eventually? Yeah. And do I really need to make a big show of like, I'm not ready and put a strain on the relationship doing that? Yeah. Who's ever ready? Who's ever ready for? It's such for that. a bizarre con. It's it's very bizarre conceptually, because it's not like a natural thing. It's it's like a it's like a it's a ceremony that doesn't have act- any actual. It doesn't make you feel any different. Right. It's like a, being ready is like a. It's a gradual thing too. It's never like, oh, I met the person of my dreams. You knew it right away, and then I'm ready to get married like a month right. later. It's like you spend a few years getting ready right and right. it's like every month every few months every year you kind of know a little more about that person and about how like you can see yourself spending you know five the next five or ten or fifteen years with them right but people make that like you got to get married at some point before you're 40 or whatever the fuck and like i this. have always hated that notion and uh yeah. people have always like just a, deadline on it right you're like, right would you have to be ready in two years what, what, what's the fucking timeline right and i think that that's more for for women because of biological yeah reasons. that's although who thing. knows with you know the way modern medicine is but it's still there's still a, there's still a limit yeah it just becomes harder yeah to, if you want to have like kids or something but also you're like men tend to age better yeah, women te- don't don't tend to like. I'm not gonna be one of those men, Nick. So <laughs> I have to start thinking more more about the future, <laughs> and the future worries me. Mm-hmm. And so I've gotta, you know, I gotta like. But I mean, try people to get it together now. People uniformly like you. 
Oh, thank you. I mean, I've never heard anyone be like, fuck Sandy. Yeah, that kid's a dick. <laughs> well, Skeezy has said that. Okay, but right. let's be. He but probably, he's probably yelled it at a lamp. And he asked me to help him with his career. Yeah. Can you tell us the story? Because I heard this secondhand about how you proposed. Because I thought it was really cool. Oh, and thank you. I'm a really anti marriage guy. You and know, I still thought it I'll was be really honest with you. I am cool. too. And uh, there's been no, no one firsthand in my life to prove me otherwise, really. Uh-huh. But. <laughs> Hi, my name's ke- Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just. I also don't want to live in fear. And, and I don't want to of not what? do something because I'm afraid of it or that I think it won't. You know, like. Is divorce like the worst thing in the world? I know. I mean, if, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Let's ask you know, Kevin. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was divorce. It's not the worst thing in the world. It's a pain in the ass. Just because it's like involved, you can't. It takes a long time. You're, the, the the state won't let you get divorced fast. They make you wait a year. That's how it is for anything. Yeah, that's the thing. Is and it, it it just it it drags out when you want it just to be over with. You want to move on. And it you, drags itself out. That's the part. You can't just pay something no. that the state no. feels you owe them. It takes forever. It takes forever. You have so to, there's all kinds of just forms, and there's just kinds of. It's just a pain in the ass. I'm kind of okay with that part. It's because part of the reason I think marriage is just a kind of a joke is pe- so many people rush into it. Like, yeah. oh, we're in love. Boom, we're living together. Boom, we're married. All in like a year or two years. And you're right. Like, that is so soon. Yeah. That like, if you want to get divorced, it's like you know what. Wait a year and see if you really want to. Yeah, yeah, deal. yeah. I agree with you because I know just, I've known a lot of people that got married in in their early twenties and yeah. then got divorced before they were thirty. And it's like you didn't even really give anything a chance. Yeah, like we were young, you didn't know yourself, you didn't, right? You know, and then sometimes it works out, but like, yeah, it just seems like so many people are like, oh yeah, we're gonna get married. It, it seems like the next logical right, step. Right, right. Yeah, it's what we're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the mistake when you're like, it, it's time. Right. I'm that's not doing it because thing. it's what I think I'm supposed to do. I'm doing it because what am I going to like? I don't really think that I'm ready. I'm, I'm not, I, like, I can't take care of myself. How am I supposed to take care of other human beings? But I'm gonna, I want to rise to the occasion, and I don't want to take the chance of letting her go, thinking, oh, I can come. Because I did that. We dated in high school. We went to prom together. We lost our virginities to each other. That's so great. And then I, I'm a year older. I went away to college. I went out of state. And then, you know, we, we had like little flirtations and hookups in college. Uh, and then I moved out here. She moved to New York. And then I, I was thinking about moving to New York a couple of years ago. Ran into one of her friends. I ended up getting drinks with them. And we've been together ever since. Yeah. We had a really dirty night of sex. And then... That's when you were talking to me about... I think it was not long after that. It was that. after I'd gotten back from New yeah. York for three months. And you were like, I, I want to like... And I I just heard your podcast with Ari. Yeah. About breaking up yeah. after long-term... Right, work. yeah. And I, I was like, well... That doesn't have to happen if you like, you know, work on it. And yeah. I, so maybe I should just listen to this. As, <laughs> then Ari called me smelly, and I was like, "Well, I guess from looking at me, you might infer that, but I would never be smelly. <laughs> never let myself, you know, I'm I might not have good credit, but I smell fantastic. <laughs> that counts for a lot. And I, you can't say that about most people with 
bad credit. Another yeah. thing people don't know about you is that you like are you exercise and yeah. like it, you can look at you like are you, oh you smell or right. you're lazy or you don't work out but you do. I'm like a 1940s super athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm yeah. like in the unitard like with the belt shaking my my core <laughs> and like smoking a, a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. The oversized weights. That yeah. You, you know. <laughs> Drink hot coffee at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Out of one of those Nothing big thermoses. Doing. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> For some reason, you're sitting on a steel girder while you eat lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's always... Yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm, I have some athletic ability, not as much as others, and it's faded <laughs> as, as time's gone on. But, you know, I, I exercise. I run the stairs behind my apartment. I used to belong to a gym, mm-hmm. do yoga. You know, all that stuff. Used to play basketball. I hurt my ankle really bad. Really? Yeah. I love basketball. It's my favorite. But uh, I was actually, when me and her reunited, I was in the best shape of my life. I just Mm. found out that I had high cholesterol and I was really scared. So I went on this crazy diet and started working out all the time. I was in great shape and then have not been able to get back there since. Really? Like, I totally fell into the cliche of, like, you get into a relationship. You nested. You put on relationship weight. Yeah, Yeah. put on a lot of it, yeah. Yeah. And have been fighting ever since, but, you know. Right. You do what you can. When I was in New York, she had guest passes to Equinox, and I would use those. But then I came back and, you know, lingering ankle injuries and desire to eat. Donut dipping sauces kind of right, kills right. that. Yeah, and she lives here now? Yeah. We okay. live together. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we went, we were in New York. We had to go to a wedding in Pennsylvania and we decided to just go to New York. It was her first time back there since she moved out here. This was in May. We drove one night to the wedding in Pennsylvania and then back and I was going to, I proposed the next night. But I went out there early and the weekend before it was, Memorial Day weekend, I re-injured the same ankle on this bachelor party that was like a backwoods camping trip, and we hiked up five miles, and I injured it at the top, and I had to hike back down with this bum ankle. Whoa. And then I went to New York, and if you have like a broken toe in New York, you're like a paraplegic. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah you're so I had this like... I'm you can't this- keep the pace. <laughs> right. I'm wearing this walking boot and crutches in New York, and it's just awful and i had to get there a few days early because i had this neurosis like what if they search my bag and they find the ring and it, she's there and it was yeah. a surprise i went to great lengths to keep the surprise like i picked a fight with her saying like because i i thought she was on to me i thought she maybe like overheard a phone conversation or whatever because her and her mom looked at venues when she had visited home the month before, and I was like, I don't know what you think, but I'm not ready. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever be ready. And it like broke her heart. I felt terrible about oh it, but God. it was to keep the surprise. <laughs> yeah. So she came into there town. Could have been a softer blow. You could have given her. Yeah. And said, I don't know if I'll ever. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm. I. I'm, I kind of hate you. <laughs> There's a good chance I'm gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's another woman. Yeah. Your mom looked hot today. <laughs> uh, I slept with your sister. <laughs> like, I really don't respect you. Yeah. Okay, guys, she's not on to me anymore. In fact, she hasn't returned to call in two weeks. So we're good. But we still have those flights to New York. But. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be the coolest. <laughs> You'll never see it coming. Uh. 
So we went to this wedding and I couldn't sleep the night before. We had like we had the best time. I was dancing with this fucking boot on my leg. Uh, oh, and at the wedding, there were. The, have you ever had Mast Brothers chocolate? I have. Mm-mm. It's, it's like nine dollars a bar. The owners were there, so I was like a little fanboy talking to them the whole time. <laughs> but we had a great time this wedding. I couldn't sleep the night before. The next day, I I let one of her friends in on it because the next day the plan was. It was around the time of my girlfriend's birthday. This is also how I'm like irresponsible but manipulative. I was like, I'll give her the ring and it'll double as her birthday present. You cheap bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so there was this party planned at, at their friend's apartment whose dad owns the building. So it's like this huge apartment. So it was going to be this party. And then we were going to go to the bar that we met up at after. What right. neighborhood is this? Uh, Tribeca. And then the bar is in uh, East Village. Okay. But I had to let the friend in on it because it's the group kind of group of friends where they'll be like, let's go to the bar. And then everyone's like, no, let's just stay here. We're having yeah. fun. Or like, let's go to the bar down the street. So I needed her to be like my mole. Right. So we go to the party. I'm like pacing around. Everyone's having a great time. You're right. sweating bullets. Yeah, I'm sweating. People don't understand. It's terrifying. When you know you're going to do it, it's terrifying. Yeah. And... uh It's time to go. Of course, everyone's like, no, let's go in a little bit. Okay, yeah, sure. Let's just go in a little bit. And then I sit half an hour later. I'm like, all right, let's go to the bar. Enough of this. And then they're like, oh, we're waiting for the Coke dealer to get here. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> for real? Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, we're going to go to the bar. Us people not doing Coke are going to go to the bar. We'll meet you there. So right. like three cabs go to the bar. There's a photo booth in there. And we took a photo booth the first night we met. So I was like, hey, let's go to the photo booth. And I did it in the photo booth. Oh. So it captured the whole thing. Oh, you romantic bastard. Isn't that great? That is so great. Yeah. That's like a, in a movie, they have those fucking photo booth moments that never happen in real life. Dude, this whole story has been like a movie. That's we nice. met in high school. We lost our virginity. We, yeah. we went to prom. On and off. You want to know what? I was so. At I don't first, have a car. So self conscious about it because I'm so like jaded and. and like don't believe in marriage and all that stuff and mm-hmm. I'm like ugh this is so fucking but you storybook right but then I got more That's comfortable great. with it and it's like oh I can find the part of me uh, that that still feels yeah exactly that <laughs> shit will go such a long way in your life such a nice start yeah it yeah. just like is you know what I mean yeah and you know what she sort of came along at the perfect time when I was feeling really dark and brought positivity back into my life in a mm-hmm. big way and yeah. It's been really great, and that's that was one of the things where I was like, "This is the right thing," right. you know. Even though ideologically marriage isn't something that I've been a huge fan of, you know, th- I think that this is going to be a, a really good thing, and it's important, and all that, you know. You all pussy. That. <laughs> <laughs> you pussy. <laughs> That is really cool, dude. I just can't have her parents finding out about all the other stuff I've done before this. <laughs> they'll be fine. Like your old, old my life. old life. Yeah, that's some shit where they'll find out. They'll feign outrage, and the dad will pull you pull you aside and be like, "You want to hear some stories?" Yeah, I've I've smoked pot with them before. Yeah, no, then what the hell? 
Yeah, but I've never uh, directed gay porn with them before. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot you. Or did like, that. oh, I didn't know that. Or like, uh, I don't know. What kind of? Happened? I mean, at least you weren't performing in gay porn, right? What right, kind of? Right. What kind of direct? I mean, how did you? How'd that go? What? what? I, all right, so I have this. Friend. What was the film I, called? Uh, it was a massage creep scene. There okay. were two of them. Mean. It means there's a st- in the scene in the in the narrative, if you will, <laughs> the tableau. There's a there's a, st- <laughs> there's a straight man okay. who is getting a sports massage. Okay, that's not even a from thing. a gay man. Yeah, that no pun intended massages the situation right. into his favor of tricking him into gay sex acts. Okay, okay. or. R- Gay romance. Right. Uh, I have a friend that I went to college with that started a porn company in college. Okay. And then moved out here and it like blew up. Zuckerberg of porn. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Facial book. (laughs) Fuck book. Uh, There's a real one called that. Fuck book. Yeah, no, I've seen it. (laughs) Facial book is better though. Okay. They should have consulted you. Yeah. Uh, So... In 2008, he's he's like, yeah, come by the office. I want to show you around. You know, <laughs> this sounds fun. like the opening to your scene. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> well, Do you need a massage? I got there. I got there, and he's like, uh, "Yo, Ron Jeremy's coming in. Do you want to make fifty bucks?" And I was like, "Can you can you be more <laughs> way descriptive more of what? Can you means? be unbelievably more descriptive?" Yeah. yeah. I want that writing. Uh, <laughs> he had me play. At the time, I had really long hair. Yeah. And a mustache. And so he had me play Ron Jeremy's son in the opening part of a yeah. scene. You should have got way more money, by the way. Because say 50 bucks. There's only so a handful low. of people that look that specific. You're one of them. He had no other fucking options. You should have got at least two or 300 bucks. Oh, easily. We're, yeah. We're living in an age of free porn, though. You know? Yeah, it's true. That's true. Guys get paid uh, shitty. Uh, so, I went, we went to this big mansion, and this girl shows up, and it was it ruined, like poor, like anything but amateur porn for me. Really, really professional porn. Yeah, cause, oh yeah, because she was just a mess, and I, she was like saying things to me like, "You can go through my purse. All I have in there is Xanax. If you want some." And like, I don't know why they say everyone in this business has daddy issues. I never even knew my dad, so like, how could I have issues with him? Was she young? Yeah. Yeah. And she flirted with me a lot, and before and after she had the money shot on her face, and before she cleaned it up. Right. Right. So that was kind of like seeing somebody spit on your food before. It's it's pretty party, let's be honest. So it was rough from that perspective. But then. (laughs) A few years later, I got into a little bit of trouble with the law, okay. which also, I, yeah, I guess this is public, but my mother and father-in-law aren't going to listen to this, so whatever. Uh, and then I emailed my friend. Okay, so I found out that if you have any... I got, I got in trouble for marijuana, and I thought it would be okay because I had my medical marijuana card, and uh, I guess it's, it wasn't to have like more than a few bags of it. You know, uh-huh. at a time, but uh, divided up into little baggies with dollar signs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yes, yeah, and a gun, barcodes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I found out from my attorney 
that they don't let. I was supposed to go on tour with Pauly in Canada for like. Oh a yeah, month. you can't go to Canada, and you can't go to Canada if you have any, like even a DUI. Yeah, Kyle Canane. They didn't let Kyle Canane in a couple months ago. Yeah, TSDUI. Really? Yeah. For Crazy. any for like any like assault, any drug charges, anything. Yeah. So this is Pauly, who's like. On a scale of one to ten of understanding, he's like a negative four. Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? He's like, figure it out, dude. I don't know. I mean, the flights are already booked. The contracts are signed. You're, you'll just have to pay me back or something. So I'm like freaking out. And at the time, I have an apartment. I've got like multiple couch guys. And so I emailed my friend, and I found out you can get a special visa, but it takes up to six months to process and costs $1,500, and you can fuck? pay another $1,500 to expedite it, but that could still take two weeks. Yeah. Jesus. And, and I'm like two weeks out of this tour. So I emailed my friend, because I was like, you know, there's got to be, I was like, do you have any jobs behind the camera, editing, shooting, uh, graphics, anything? Like, uh-huh. I can do that stuff. And he called me right away, and he's like, I have a job for you, but you're probably not going to like it. Uh, we just started a gay porn network and need people to direct. Wow. And I was like, let me think about it. I consulted with my couch guys, and they're like, for sure, do it, yeah. And I, My couch guys. Another example, we're like, you're going to get a lot of material out of them. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I'm like, of course they would fucking say that, because if I don't have a place to live, they don't have a place to live. Yeah, they need oh, you yeah. to work. And, uh, but I called him back. I was like, fine, I'll do it. He, and the first thing he wanted me to do was like go out in public and shoot these guys like jerking off and it, like at the beach. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm doing this to get away from illegal stuff. Yeah, not add on to it. Right. And so he had me shadow some directors for like some straight scenes and then some gay ones. And, uh, then I shot. One on my own, and then like one with a little help, and then <laughs> I went on this tour. I snuck into Canada. Whoa, how'd you do that? Is that some shit where you like drive to Minnesota or no, something, or fly to Minnesota? There. I dress like I usually wear like sweatpants and a comfortable t-shirt on the plane. Yeah, okay. but I wore like a button-down shirt tucked in. I looked like I looked <laughs> I looked like a foreign guy at his first job interview <laughs> right, right, right. in America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um, funny. And they just like they have so many people coming in and out of the country that that I guess my name didn't get flagged that time. Okay, but I I got in and it was fine and we did the tour and I came back and this performer that does both gay and straight porn got HIV so the whole industry was shut down for a month until they isolated it and then uh, I went on another tour in Canada and when I got there that time I was flagged and I was like oh. Because oh, no. I thought since I got him the first time I'd have no problem, yeah. but they're like, "What is this?" And I was like, "Look, it's just a charge. It's not, you know, I, it hasn't gone to court yet, and it all of it got dropped." So like they just like, how do they find that when you're like going in? You get to the airport. I think the difference was the first time when I flew in was like during the day it was super busy. We flew into Vancouver Airport, which is like a huge airport. The yeah. second time we flew into Halifax at like midnight and it's a smaller airport and no one's not there. no one's there yeah so how did how does this come up like they 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 scan like what like uh, you go through customs and they're like um 
we need you to step aside and, and come to this office. Uh-huh. And even like in the years since, even since it's been dropped, it still shows up every time I go to Canada. No and way. they ask me about it and they like, did they do the old routine like, we could not let you in. Yeah. But we are. Like, so I have this like show of gratitude to them. Yeah, like, oh, you guys are so gracious. Yeah, yeah. I love being yeah, in this yeah, country. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, you know, people, like, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> fucking Canada. But I still, like, when I came back from those tours, I still needed work here right and i would i would call the guy there was even a, a, a small amount of time where paulie had me house sitting that house above the store mm-hmm. yeah and he's like and i was like maybe i can live here and just rent it out as a, a location for porn shoots <laughs> and paulie's like yeah dude do it if that's what you got to do that's so funny. and i was like really looking into that and it got to be those people that do the location stuff there just too se- high maintenance. Well, yeah, and it seems like in my watchings of porn, there's like three houses in the entire industry that they shoot all the movies at. They probably are the houses of the guys who own the companies. No, they no, rent, no, they rent them. They rent houses out. In the, yeah, I see yeah. the same house over and well, over and over. Look the same. I've they're been like, to that house before. They're like <laughs> they're white one, the white modern one. <laughs> like imagine yeah. driving down the street in like Simi Valley or Thousand Oaks and places like that. So many of those houses on the outside look so similar. Yeah. On the inside, they look the same, too. Yeah. There's one backyard pool, I swear to God, I've seen like 75,000 yeah. times. <laughs> I think there's some that they use a I've, lot. I've yeah. been to that pool before. Yeah, for sure. Don't go in the water. How many... Uh, how many did you direct like full films or were this like no, a scene? No, a scene. How many scenes? Two. Two. Well, one and a half. Now... Like, they have a producer come and that like tells everybody involved like what's going on in the scene what they need to do and so i shadowed and then so one i like half shadowed and half did it and then one i was like shooting it and telling them what to do and most of the work is just like holding a camera and i would look away and be like sandy this is your job you have to look in there and and just do it this is right most people have sex not most but a lot of people in the world have sex this way you're just not exposed to it. Just do your job. Yeah. And I would like keep having to tell myself that. And l- then like paperwork and that's it. It's really So directing, you're also the cameraman. I was really just the cameraman, but like, you know, you just got to be like, all right, cut. We need to yeah, flip over, switch positions. Yeah, we yeah. have enough of that. Yeah. Like, okay, it's time for reverse cowgirl. Like a right. Thing, like a, a yeah, sheet yeah. of paper that was like, we need. Yeah. This- do you. This position. No, this, the that. performers really know what they're doing. Right, it's like yeah. a series of of like the same scene over and over again. You know what right. I mean? So like you like, didn't say like, okay, we're gonna start. We're gonna start with kissing. Then we go to hand job. Then we go to blow job. Then you on top. Then him on top. Like you didn't do that. No, you really give the performers the freedom to express themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they're like res- like professional wrestlers, kind of. Uh, in a way, yeah. They know how it has to end, and they just do. They know what marks to hit. Yeah, yeah. Like, they know what marks that, to yeah. hit and to get there. Yeah. It's t- I guess I never thought about this, but you have two money shots in in male gay I porn. I was going to say that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah very, so very, like, there's no real very winner. Good inductive reasoning. There's no like winner also in squirting porn. That's yeah. true too. <laughs> it's true too. Yeah. So you like do a money shot, and you're like, all right, Steve, it's your turn. Well, usually the bottom guy does the money shot on himself, and then the top does another one later on on him yeah right okay were they were they good dudes Did you hang out with them a little 
Yeah, they were really cool, and I told them I do comedy, and they were like totally wanting to right want to come, come see check you. it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's was, so. Funny. Were these indoor or well, the massage scene was indoors? Was the other one Both indoors of them or were indoor? And then the female, the like the straight scenes were outdoor. Like, did at you that, find at this, that pool you're talking? Was the about. straight scene easier for you to shoot than the gay scene? Just from my looking, I didn't really shoot the the straight scene, but I would watch it, and it was like. It was like three girls on one guy, and it was like all over the place. And the girls were like, some of them were, two of them were like semi professional. Right. Then one of them was like flown in from Florida, and it was her first scene, and she's getting drunk. And it was, mm-hmm. wow. What are the dudes like? They're either like guys that know they're hot and don't want to work and lazy, you know, or they're. Just bros that are like, I'm doing porn, like yeah. in the for the banging straight chicks, for the straight ones, yeah, just like banging chicks. Where are they at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, huh? Then there's those older guys that have been around forever. That yeah, are like they're clocking into work. Yeah, right. you know, I'm doing the scene, then I'm going home to my wife or my girlfriend. Yeah, or whatever it is. You don't get a lot. I mean, I've seen some interviews with male porn stars, but not enough for my money. Like I, they, I find them really fascinating because they don't get nearly as famous. They don't get nearly as much money. Yeah. Like I want to know their life stories. We we know a couple people that who are straight dudes, but they only know male porn stars. Like they don't know any of the female porn stars' names. Like Earl, he's like, oh no, he's like, I thought he's like, person. dude, I only I only keep track of the male porn stars. Isn't it weird? He knows so many. Yeah, and I'm all like, of them. I don't know who the fuck. Egot too told me he's like, yeah, for some reason I only know the. Well, there's male. not many, to be honest. Yeah, especially right. like right. when I was watching way more porn in like the '90s, there was like six guys. Uh, I mean, literally, there was probably less than ten dudes that were in that industry. And they were they. You saw them. And they're re- still in it. Too. They're still in it. Like Tom Byron and Peter North are still Ian making Stone. porn. Ian Stone. So I don't know who that is. Ian Stone Ian plays North a dad now. Is. Yeah. Lexington Steel. Lexington yeah, like, Steel. Like, like yeah. Series, yeah. Yeah. And he Mr. has like Marcus his is like the. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. They have like their own companies. I think. That's what they graduate to. Yeah. Which is cool, you know. I guess you got to be uh, just, chat, just a, a mansion in Chatsworth and just banging chicks, bro. Yeah, you got to carve out your own thing. That's that's what I'm trying to do right now. I can't get a job like a side job, right? Which is I don't know why. Like I, I haven't been able to get any like industry work, but like I also can't get a busboy job or like Trader Joe's for some reason. I don't know. Were you I have doing a college degree. Personal assistant thing for a while. Remember? Yeah, I was. I was like being a personal assistant for this artist for a little bit, but that kind of dried up. Mm-hmm. And uh, an artist with a personal like, assistant. What? What artist? Um, Tommy Hilfiger's daughter. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, which was fun. It was great work. Yeah. And it like got me back into doing my own art, which was great. And uh, but there just wasn't enough of it to do. And then she'd call me like months later and be like, "Will you work for less money?" And I had to just be like, "Fine, yeah, I need the money." <laughs> so yeah. Um, and I was like writing for some comics for a little bit, like for stand-ups. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, Were they all like? There's this. I have this 
What were you going to ask? Because a lot, like, I've known people that have done that over the years, and they're always like, oh, I can't, I'm not allowed to say. Because they're, like, secretly hired. Yeah, I can't. I'm not supposed to say. I've never yeah. said the people I've written for. Well, you I have what? this agent. I don't say the people I've written for. But, I mean, some of them are specific about, like, do not, this is, like, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, I have this agent friend who I started out doing comedy with, and he just kind of, like, he was an assistant doing it, and he just, you know, went in the other direction. He switched, went to And the he reps pretty much just people that got famous in comedy but not stand up and then they've since started doing stand up you know what i mean yeah okay. like the stevos of the world oh yeah you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. like the professional wrestlers that do yeah. stand up you know what i mean the people that are ruining comedy yeah so <laughs> I, so he's gotten me to write for some of those kind of people oh i see okay yeah and uh but like i've just been trying like I'm trying to do Etsy now. What are you gonna sell on Etsy? I got two things. Uh, you guys know what mezuzahs are? Mm-mm. I don't think so. No. You, have you ever been to a Jewish person's house and they have that thing on the doorway? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a mezuzah. Oh okay. Yeah. So I make those out of Pez dispensers. Okay. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Pezuzas. Pezuzas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know Boone Shakalaka mm-hmm. of the, of the comedy store right. sells. All kinds of everything for a dollar. Goods. <laughs> Although he jacks up the prices for me. Because I, I buy, he Just sells me Jewish. framed art, all yeah. this framed art and like canvases and stuff like that. And they're usually like horrible prints that were probably stolen off the wall from like a Ramada Inn or like a Comfort uh-huh. Inn. So I just tag them stolen from the Ramada Inn or like on loan from the Louvre or yeah. like, uh, you know, like. Borrowed from uh, Dace or Motel Six or whatever, mm-hmm. and so I'm trying to sell those on Etsy. Okay, that's, that's a decent one. gimmick. Yeah, that's something you could like sell at a swap meet. Right, that's what I'm trying to. I'm Etsy's a little that. tough with that because you got then you got shipping. Right, well, and like but the Pez dispensers, it's cheap shipping. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. yeah. You could do What's the Melrose swap meet. Shop? Let's let's like promote it. Um, I forgot what it is. Oh Jesus, Sandy! <laughs> I haven't I haven't launched it yet. I haven't launched. Okay, it. all right. Well, can you you need to figure it out by next Tuesday, <laughs> so we can tell people? All right, I will. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of, of people who listen who enjoy the arts. Yeah, all right. and they will go to the Etsy site. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, I'll figure it out and I'll get back to you on that. Uh, what else? I forgot. I well, you're know. gonna have that shirt, Adventure Fingers. Oh yeah, Adventure, Adventure Fingers, fingers yeah, is. Yeah. I mean, Tebow can screen print. Yeah, yeah. Just do like a simple two color, Adventure Fingers. Make a cool type, and just say Adventure Fingers with no explanation. Maybe put a finger on it or not, and then you're golden. And you could take it on the road, right? Would Polly allow that? Maybe. No. Still on the road with them a lot. Not so much lately. Okay. Um, I think. He, he's been taking more younger people, and I've been wanting to transition out of that comfort zone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hoping that, you know, something else would come along. But uh, I think he just realizes when people kind of grow tired of his high maintenance. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so he's got to, like, rotate people through. But uh, being on the road with him is a lot of fun most really? of the time. Yeah, can be. Sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> it's rough but you know it depends like what's a fun what's a fun story the first time i ever went on the road with him he made me 
bungee jump. Wow. And I'm afraid of heights. That's super All right, cool. he had a camera crew following us around this mall in Edmonton. Have you ever been there? No. The West End Mall. It's like the biggest mall in the world. They have a wave pool and roller coasters Bigger and stuff. Bigger than the Mall of America? Bigger than the I mall think, yeah, I think it was the bigger... I think they that was their goal. Wow. <laughs> and uh, he had a camera crew following us around. It was around the time... It was one, like when I first got to the store, but there was... You know, Yuck Yucks is like the chain of uh, comedy clubs in Canada. The yeah. Improv of Canada. And they're franchised, and one of the guys who owns some of the franchises, like on the west coast of Canada, wanted to change the name to Comedy Store. What? Like thinking because it's in Canada that he would be able to get away with it. And so Paulie had this camera crew following us around the mall, going up to people, asking them what they thought about the dispute between Yuck Yucks and the Comedy Store. And they were like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and it was like a totally... (laughs) (laughs) Right, and people are like, what what are you talking about? Oh, Paulie Shore! (laughs) (laughs) And uh, (laughs) then we get to the part where there's a way he's like, dude, you want to go bungee jump? And I was like, no, I'm afraid of heights. He's like, dude, you got to do it. (laughs) Holy shit, dude, I'll give you a hundred bucks. And I was like, all right. (laughs) Yeah. The exchange rate at the time was like way better for Canadian dollar. Uh Uh-huh. So I, so I go up there, and, and there's like a 16-year-old kid running it. This is wearing, indoors at the mall. Yeah, wearing uh, just like board shorts and like acne medication. Jeez. And uh, so like crazy. acting like a tough guy. Because yeah. uh, he's done it. <laughs> right, right, right. And he's like, come on, I don't got all day. And I'm like freaking out. Hey, come on, I don't got all day. First of all, yes, you do. Yeah, yeah, right? You he's have like, all got, year. He's like, I got people homework? waiting in line. Come on, come on, let's do this. What a dick. And he's like playing this terrible Canadian radio there. Ish. And so I was like, just give me a second to think about it. And I realized if I thought about it, I would never do it. So I just yeah. ran off the platform like Wiley Coyote running off a cliff like my legs are still kicking all the way down yeah. I don't know if just and because then you, like, stop I was like there and then look and hold up a yeah. <laughs> <and then fall. laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> but then right after I jumped he goes no wait stop what the fuck that's the worst thing you can hear yeah I know and I look up and he's going you jumped wrong so now I'm like, oh, f- am I gonna fucking die? Well, you like, like jump too far. Fuck, fuck. Why did you it, jump wrong? I was supposed to like go up to the edge and like jump out. Right. But instead, I like jumped. <laughs> Cannonball. So the 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 bungee cord took me horizontal. Uh. So I was like, I jumped, and when I hit the bottom, I like went off to the right. Yeah. When I went back up, and then when I went down, it Did was you- like. Bouncing around, like yeah, a, yeah, like a paddle ball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be like, pong, it was like pong. I mean, right, right, right. I feel like they should account for that with the amount of space around. Like there should, it, you shouldn't have to thread the needle. Right. Well, I mean, I was okay. I didn't get hurt, but I, when he said that, and what the fuck are you gonna do at that point? You already did it, right? And I, I'm like, fuck, am I gonna die? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, God. The and last song that I jumped that was playing was was Can You Take Me Higher? Oh, and no. I don't want to insult your former. Favorite oh, right. band, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like fuck. This is the song I'm gonna die to. Yeah. <laughs> it couldn't be. It, it couldn't be any more ironic. <laughs> I love it. And then uh, when when I finally lost all the thing about bungee jumping, I would never go skydiving. But the thing about bungee jumping is, it's not just one drop. 
It's a bunch of. It's them. a bunch yeah. of. Yeah, fucking, it's several. It's not just like you jump and you get to the bottom and it's over. It's like this again. <laughs> yeah. And then I finally lose all the momentum and I just pretended to be paralyzed to fuck with that guy. Yeah. Who told me that I jumped wrong. Yeah. And then that night, you know, Polly does meet and greets after all the shows. Yeah. There's some guy that came up to him and was like, "Oh my god, Polly Shore." Encino Man is the best movie I've ever seen. Wow. How old was this guy? Yeah, like early 20s, mid 20s. Okay. And then that the better night, question Polly's is like, how mentally disabled is he? <laughs> <laughs> well, that night, Polly's like, dude, that audience was crazy. I was like, yeah, I know. Some guy said Encino Man's the best movie he's ever seen. He's like, dude, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, that's not the crazy. And like, I bungee jumped partially because I was like, I gotta do whatever he says. Like this, my whole comedy career's at stake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I blow it with some joke, like, and I was just like, um, uh, hasn't he seen Son-in-Law? And he's like, dude, Good yeah, that's same. what I'm talking about. Oh. It's the movie that made America fall in love with me. Son-in-Law was kind of was good. Yeah, and I then saw he's it in like. Theater. Then he's like, dude, I can't believe I got you to bungee jump. If I were you, I'd have just been like, fuck you, I'm not gonna do it. And I was like. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to do it. Why didn't you tell me that? <laughs> I was like, what about that, that hundred bucks you said you were going to give me? He's like, dude, but, but what happened? That experience was why? It was priceless. <laughs> I like the was what? Like the, the, the question thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Am I supposed to fill in the, the blank here? Yeah. The, well, you gave me one example once of him doing that, and there was no way for you to answer the question because right, you had I'm no tr- idea what he was talking about. I'm trying to remember what that was. I know what you're talking about. It was just like, he does that all the time, too. It's weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. My favorite thing is, like, my favorite thing is, it's like a whole thing with them, right? Yeah. Like, what does that mean? What, what, a whole, what's the thing that it's a whole thing with them? <laughs> Like there was two girls in, sitting in the crowd once we were standing in the back of the OR and he's like, look at those chicks. And I was like, yeah. He's like, it's like a whole thing with them, right? I'm like, yeah, I mean, what does that mean? Dude, you just gotta he say... He doesn't explain it. Dude, you just gotta say riot and yeah, fist yeah. bump me. <laughs> but yeah, now I just go, oh, don't, totally, dude. Yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's... My impression... Like, when I spend time with somebody, yeah. I can just get... Their, like their mannerisms, their gestures, and like all the, like I have him down. Oh, he sent me to do radio in place of him before. You're fucking kidding. No, you Bob's a mooted Polly Shore. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. Holy yeah. shit. And uh, that's awesome. If and only I could like spend time with a list celebrity. <laughs> I would be on Saturday Night Live by now. <laughs> wow. I can't. How many? T- d- what did you, the radio station say? Like, uh, I don't know if we want to do this or. No, he was like, he was there in the green room and he just didn't want to go in. And he had me do it. He's had me do phoners like a bunch. That's but but awesome. then he like came in at the end. He's like, who the fuck is this guy? He's fucking impersonating me, dude. He's an imposter. Call the police. Yeah. <laughs> It's one, so, one time he had me do it, and the fuck, and the DJ was like, 
Get this shit out of here. What? This isn't shtick. I'm, I'm a serious artist. Like, I was like, whoa, whoa, this is crazy. And he kicked us out of there and talked shit about us for like an hour on the radio. After. Oh, fuck him. He's just being a... What a fucking idiot. Yeah. That's like a fun thing. That you you hate right. fun. Yeah. Right. Morning... What's, he's a serious... What you going to ask Paulie about is a serious journalist. Oh, guy thinks that's Encino Man's the best stupid. movie of all time. But that's cool. Yeah, I mean, you have that impression down... It's it's perfect. Like, because there's every level of it. Like, even when he's like, a sentence drags on, you know, like the voice gets real, like, strained. Yeah. <laughs> like, you even have that part. I just, I need to figure out how to do that. Like, you know what? I guess I'm, I, I did this, I shot this short where I played Stanley Kubrick, and that was like the hardest ever. He's got a very specific. Yeah, I don't even know what he sounds like. Me neither. He he's like very he's very nasally and he talks very fast like this. He's got a slight Bronx accent, but it doesn't really come out very much. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was really hard. Also, because I'm used to playing characters and impersonating people who are insecure, kind of dumb. Maybe <laughs> if not dumb, they're they're like just want to be loved by everyone. And he is. Super secure, doesn't give a fuck what anyone else thinks, Coppola? is kind of mean. Stanley Kubrick. Oh, I'm sorry, Stanley Kubrick is what I was Yeah. Saying. Just knows what he wants, knows exactly what he wants, mm. is manipulative of other people, and that's like the opposite of what I usually... Bread and butter. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> so I, I, that took a lot of work, but I think... I it, think you should let that impression make its way into your heart, and it should, it'll help you get your shit together. I think so, too. Because right. I think maybe there's a reason you're so good at the insecure people, Sandy. Take that impression <laughs> into the I photo think, booth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this episode is called Into the Photo Booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I get to see how the photo booth perceives me, too. What? I mean, dude, you were able to nail it with that. And, that, and people who haven't proposed, it's terrifying. Yeah. Because you get one shot, and if you fuck it up... They tell every it's it's the most pressure. It's fucking awful. You get so I was so terrified. Yeah. You were able to pull that off. I was like I like blacked out during it. Like I <laughs> wish I could remember. It's a good thing I have the pictures because it's like I remember saying the first thing like yeah, like uh, we we would joke like uh, we'll get married sometime like the next three to five years. I don't know. You know mm-hmm. like I would tease her and say that. And I remember saying, like, listen, I don't know what's going to happen in the next three to five years, but I don't want to wait. And it all goes dark after that. Yeah. <laughs> and then we come out of the photo booth and all her friends are standing around. Yeah, all the sound comes back. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're at this bar. And then I'm like, can you not put it on Facebook? And, and it's like, oh, I already, I already did. Like all her friends, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. And then, and then a few days later, I visited a friend who just had a baby and me and her took a picture with the baby and I put it on Facebook and I've never had anything liked and commented on Facebook more than like, you're a dad. Congratulations. (laughs) And then somebody saw her mom at Starbucks the next day and was like, you're congratulations. You're a grandmother. And her mom flipped out on us and was like, take it down. This is bad judgment. It's irresponsible. And then every time I see her, she's like, do you have any mother-in-law material yet? I'm like, I don't know if you can take a joke. (laughs) (laughs) I have tons. I don't know if you are ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. I have plenty, though. Yeah. (coughs) Do you have any new, to close out, do you have any new impressions that you're doing 
that um, you want to share? Can you do one of me? Oh, yeah, I guess that's hmm. a good... Can you do one of Kevin or I? Because the only one who's ever done an impression of me was David Taylor years and years ago when we drew names to do each other's acts at the comedy store. Uh, yeah, yeah. And all he did was, I was so new at stand-up, he just shook, his hand shook at the mic. And he, I think for a while I was saying, what's up, party people, a lot. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> and oh, so I think shit. he said that a few times and then just shook a lot. Really quick before we close out, can we each say something embarrassing that we did when we started out doing comedy because i used to wear tuxedo shirts and i <laughs> fucking so embarrassed i said what's up party people for like a year and what my main first bit was about borrowing someone else's dick <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> you got so serious i had a dream i used to have a reoccurring dream about that actually about what borrowing a dick yeah oh, or having like a detachable it was started out borrowing a dick and then my dick became detachable that's how I became friends with David Taylor is he pulled me aside and we're like, a lot of dick jokes, dude. Do you really want that to be your thing? That's funny. Yeah. I used to do a bit about being a virgin. Really? When I started comedy, I was a virgin. Wow. Yeah. Oh, but that's true, though. It is true. But it would have been lame if you lied about it. Like, I had a joke about... Yeah, that's not embarrassing. I had a joke about drinking a lot, even though I didn't drink just because I thought of it. That's funny. I needed jokes so bad. I had a drink. I had a, it was so dirty, too. I was like... It was something about come in somebody's mouth that she, I, I drank so much I came in a girl's mouth and she got a DUI right. which I don't I was the most fabricated thing yeah. of all time what did I do that was in, I remember I did I couldn't grow facial hair really so I, like I kept I wouldn't shave and then every week at the Bruco I would like go up and the first words out of my mouth would be what day I was on <laughs> and, uh, that's great I'd, I'd, wa- yeah. I'd walk up and be like day 27 <laughs> <laughs> And then I would like talk about it or whatever, and then like do whatever material I had. But it got to a point once I was doing Lulu's, and I I went up and I was like, uh, I was like day sixty three or something like that. And I got off stage and I can't remember who it was, but they pulled me aside and they're like, I think it's it's time for you to to shave it off. It looks embarrassing now. Because <laughs> it, was, it was like patchy, like down below my chin, it would grow like kind of like even. But up here, it was all like patchy and weird, and it looked like terroristy and like just weird. And someone actually had to pull me aside and say, "You, you, you got it. It's not funny anymore." That's you, like that weird looking. <laughs> that episode of Family Ties where Michael J. Fox grows a mustache and thinks everyone notices and no one can tell because it yeah. can't see it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could tell. Okay. It was just like not. It didn't look good, and it went right beyond the point of funny and cute. And they're like, <laughs> "Get rid of it." <laughs> Man, I was a terrible... I, I had so many bad jokes. Fine were all about being like a teenager. See, that well, to me were. is interesting. I, know, that's what, I had nothing else. I was just like, I could only talk about that, I guess. That's fucking interesting. Because it's so rare at a comedy club, I'd find that actually really interesting. Mine was all that just like hacky, I'm bad with women shit that like yeah. nerd comedians start with. <laughs> I had just hours of that stuff. And it was all a none of it, a lot of it wasn't even true, and it was just so boring. Yeah, I got a more credit I think than I because it was novel. Yeah, we were like, whoa, it's just talking about being like nineteen or twenty. That's what I loved about like I love about Pete Davidson is he talks about being twenty. Right. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I remember your tuxedo shirts. Yeah, I wish I I wish I didn't. <laughs> I gave them all away to Salvation Army except for one. How many did you have? 
30? 30. Why? Because people would just buy them for me. Oh, okay. Oh, He'll be like, sense. I saw this and I had to get it for you. That's hilarious. Yeah. Now you're going to have Adventure Finger shirts. Yeah. I'll help you with this. Cool. Awesome. Okay. It's a, I want it to exist because it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great saying. Well, now I have to come up with a joke. Why? For it. You talk about dipping sauces. Okay. You think people are not going to uh, like oh, believe yeah. that you have trouble with dipping sauce discipline? Right. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> even have to be a ma- It could just be like a one-minute thing. Right. But it's just, as long as there's enough there to be like... You could just ask the crowd, anyone here have adventure fingers? What? That's <laughs> <laughs> when, when you eat all your... You have yeah. dipping sauces. And then maybe like later on, a quick callback, and boom, <laughs> that's enough for a shirt. Yeah, yeah, totally. So like, a lot of people ask how we got engaged. I said I gave her my adventure fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said, I'm going to make your, your ring finger an adventure finger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then there you go. Um, all right, where are we at? 127. That's pretty good. It's weird. We always feel the line. I know. We always feel. We usually I, go an hour to an hour and a half, somewhere between. And then at whatever point we look, it's always somewhere in between there. Yeah. Well, I got to get going soon because I got to get my lady her car back before she's got to go to work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then we'll wrap up now. That's a good. Uh, <laughs> and with that. Uh, let me uh, see when this is going to come out real fast. So if any of you. The 16th. Uh, Listeners out there have a car that you're looking to get rid of real fast. We'll be willing to take money over the course of the next year for. (laughs) This will come out on September 16th. (laughs) Cool. So you could have a car that week by the 18th, 19th, 20th. Someone (laughs) goes, oh, as a matter of fact, I do. And I love Sandy so much. Yeah. Because of this episode, I'm going to give it to him. Uh, Do you have anything you want to plug or promote? Uh, Let's start with your Twitter. My Twitter, at Sandy Danto. You're good. Thank you. You're one of the yeah, good ones. You. Yeah, you encouraged me a while back, and yep. I was like, nobody's getting famous off Twitter anymore, but it's just fun to do. It's and a it good helps, practice. It helped, like, I look back in my timeline, and sometimes I find punchlines for bits that yeah. I'm mm-hmm. trying to work it's out. It's good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's fun. Um, my website, which is up most of the time, sandydanto.com. <laughs> okay. Um, my Etsy store, which uh, I don't know if you guys edit this, but you could put in the name once I. Uh, you have two or weeks. You could just contact me on Twitter, and it's like that way we don't have to give a percentage to Etsy, you know? Oh yeah. Or yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Just or contact website, me directly. You could yeah. Do a, sh- a store on there. If you have someone who works. I'm on not the on the best terms with the with the, my web guys. Oh, Jesus right. Christ, Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it, Kevin. Work harder. And then you're at the comedy. <laughs> you're at the comedy store all the time. Comedy store all the time. Doing, uh, I'm doing power violence on the 21st of September. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Um, yeah, I have some comedy juice dates. I can't remember. I'm not on the road for a while, so I'm doing stuff. Just yeah. go to his yeah. Twitter, find out about his life, get involved in a work in progress. Thank you. <laughs> Adventure Thank you guys for having me. I yeah, really dude, appreciate it. Oh, please. It's fun. Yeah. yeah, we only have the people we like on here. Oh, shit. Oh. It's not completely true. Thank you for <laughs> being here. There's been a few mistakes, and bye. Uh, thanks for listening, you guys. Follow Sandy on Twitter, and we'll see you next time.